0: what's going on welcome to totally blitz podcast all the football fans we're going to talk nfl week nine picks and predictions and a couple best bets here and there and also, we're going to recap thursday night football where the steelers beat the titans and somewhat of a nail biter as always go down like and subscribe comment your thoughts on thursday night and comment your bets because we want to hear them i'm paul pick them win them and i'm
1: joined with yeah i know man it's your boy kev water your boy aka the don pye And I'm in this bitch with the beautiful Miss Mia Bella. And excuse my motherfucking voice. Allergy season. Sick nigga season. Temperature dropping season. So they're trying to get my ass, but I refuse. I'm drinking that ginger tea as we speak. That boy's not going to go down. I ain't going out. I ain't going out like Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm immunized. Let
0: no, you know you, mu and I, man. That shit was such a big deal last year. That shit, fuck comedy watching. That shit was years. like,
1: bro. At this point, I think that shit was two years ago.
0: But yeah, probably it was two years ago. But if you were acting like, motherfucking well, like, Rogers gave their grandmother COVID personally, like, <laughs> like fucking the way that people were reacting to it, like,
1: fucking. But y'all's baby spilled his tea on my cat. You ain't shit.
0: <laughs> but man, Thursday night football. It's opened up with the. Prime time game, Steelers beating Titans, twenty to sixteen. I had plus three, sitting there maddening, get covered in plus three. I thought they were gonna win outright, and fuck, they had a chance, man. That Will Levis leaned the team down. Ten seconds left, he throws the interception in the red zone to Quan Alexander. Game sealer, game over. They asked him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, I was just trying to make a play." Then he paused for a second, and then he was like, "I just didn't make the play. Next time, I will make the play." I don't know. he said some gangster shit. I was like. I kind of like that attitude out of Will Levis. Uh, like even though they lost, I feel like the Titans fans are sitting at home like, we got our guy. Like we got we got ourselves our quarterback for the
1: next for a little while. Bro, right, you know I was high on Will Levis until that motherfucker fucking exploded on us. I've been high on Will Levis. I think he didn't play a terrible game, but you know, if he could have made the play next time he'll make the play. The Steelers defense though. That was a pretty phenomenal play, I'm not going to lie to you. Holding George Pickens to minus one yards, I'm just saying, team looking kind of dominant.
0: Yeah, Pickens, uh, I mean, Steelers get the win. Pickens with negative one yard, two catches. He was clearly frustrated after the game. And then he even goes on to social media. As of right now, as we're recording right now, Kev, Pickens has deleted all his pictures on Instagram that include the Steelers. Only thing on there right now is you'll see him from his uh, college days at Georgia. And he posted on his story, Free Me, and then later deleted that story. But, you know, of course, the internet lives forever. That shit's still going around. I mean, I I understand what the, the sentiment. Like, he is like a fucking Ferrari that right now is in, like, a 25-mile-per-hour zone, which is Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada. But it's not a good look if you win the game. And then you post that. Like, if you're Devontae Adams after the losses and shit, I understand it. But, like, you can't, it doesn't, it's not a good look. Like, I don't know, but other teams probably still want him. But it's like, it's it's not the winning mentality. Like, your team got the dub and and Deontay Johnson, second game back, got his first career, first touchdown for the Steelers all year. And you're unhappy that you didn't get the looks. It it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, even though I understood the sentiment. I 100% agree
1: with you. I feel like, it's not my business. I don't know exactly what goes on in the Steelers locker room. So I don't know exactly if there's more to it than just this game. Maybe something was said. Maybe somebody felt a type of way. But that's not a good look in general. Because, like, if it happened behind – if anything actually happened behind the scenes, then that's behind the scenes. You can't go to the media screaming free me. Like, that's kind of crazy. And it looks way worse that you won because now it's like, and You know how they quick to throw the diva title under on um, the wide receiver? Like you just, it's just not a good look, and you're not learning from from past, from past other, from past people, from people in the past that didn't look too good doing stuff like that. If this was basketball, that would be a little different, but it's football, like this NFL. Like there's there there's 32 teams and like 64 starting receivers. Like motherfuckers can... motherfuckers is looking like you feel me, so. I look at that, but when I talk about this game, it wasn't bad. It was pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh Will Levis, he put up what, well, like, two sixty, like he had a great I mean, still his defense was making big plays, like sacking him and shit, but like they're kinda like that bin don't break defense, I'm realizing. Like they they'll let you get down to the red zone and then they kinda tighten up once they get into the
1: red zone. Oh uh, yeah. I was say – Steelers' offense was moving in this game. I feel like this is probably – I'm used to them being so stagnant and not doing much. So, also, to move down the drive, drive to get drives, and even to, like, certain plays, like that drive when dude stepped out of bounds for the touchdown, like, they low-key would have covered if, there's, um, if they kept that up.
0: Yeah, and, like, Deontay Johnson, he – I mean, his route running, like, he just be getting open. Like, that's my thing with Pickens is, like, Deontay Johnson is open. Like you can't be getting mad if homie's getting eight targets and he's slicing up the zone. Like he's cut. Like man on man ain't working. He has his footwork is crazy and his IQ of knowing where to. Like he, he like he's similar to he's like Devonte Adams but like a few tiers down. Where like he's able to be like a quarterback at the wide receiver spot the way he's able to cut up and his route running is phenomenal.
1: Oh yeah, great game. Hopefully the Titans figure it out. Continue bouncing back. Will Evans does his thing. Well, did I pick the Steelers?
0: You took the Steelers. I had the Titans. You I always rock whenever Finka, Mika was out. You almost took. You almost
1: rocked the Titans, but you stuck with the Steelers. Just because they beat our ass last week. But good, 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 good pick, good pick. Sorry, I am to
0: know. Now let's jump into the Sunday slate. We're gonna start off 9:30 Eastern Time kickoff. We're going to Frankfurt, Germany. Maybe future AFC Championship game potential. Who knows? We got the chiefs technically at home where they're one and a half point favor in germany against the miami dolphins and we got the i'm going to hit on it now you know who i'm rocking with i'm rocking with the dolphins and it's like i hate that we're playing the chiefs coming off a loss just like how we played the eagles coming off their first loss like these are two high-caliber teams that don't usually lose back-to-back games. And they usually they lose a game. Andy Reid off a of loss is, like, fucking – he's fucking wizard. Like, coming off a of loss, maybe cook it. So, like, it's not the, the how I want us to play him, but I, I like us in this matchup. I know their defense is playing better, but Tyreek Hill revenge game, like, he's been showcasing to the world why he came to Miami already. And people are like, you know, people like to say like, oh well, Tua got Tyreek, like Tua ain't a Well, look at Devonte Adams and Jimmy G. People thought Tua and Jimmy G. People were really saying Miami should trade for Jimmy G. A couple of years ago when Tua was the quarterback. And look at Devonte Adams and Jimmy G. Like, well, how come Jimmy G. wasn't isn't slinging for fucking three hundred yard games every weekend and out? He got Devonte Adams. Why is it not working? Like, so like that should just showcase what Tyreek Hill is and what this offense is. And I just think the Tyreek Hill revenge game factor. And the last time we played them, it came down to the wire. Like this was without Tyreek Hill two and through for like 200 and like 90 yards, two touchdowns, had the interception, uh, even ran for a touchdown himself. And he was thrown to like Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant. We still had Gasicki, fucking Devontae Parker on one leg, like Ford, like people that are not even in the league anymore. And, And now we got Tyreek Hill. We're getting – our Taron Armstead might play uh, Ramsey's second game back. We saw what he did last week. And I just think this is, like, everything's lining up good, minus the fact Chiefs are coming off a loss. Other than that, I feel
1: really confident about this team. Frankfurt is lit. When I saw that they playing this game in Germany, I was like, that's so fucked. And then I got mad when I realized how early I got to wake up to watch this shit.
0: But, but it's also you think this would be the most watched early game like out of all the Londons and all I think so too
1: If you don't watch this you're gonna be mad because it's gonna be a great game great phenomenal game I think it should have been a pick'em. basically it is one one and a half I should have been one and one it should have been zero this should have been there is no no favorite technically neutral field too yeah like fuck it like no favorite because this game is gonna be bonkers this name is gonna be bananas. And I really do think Tyreek Hill is going to cut up. I think Tyreek Hill is built to beat this defense, burn this defense. Mike McDaniels is feeling him. He's going to come in with the game plan. And I think you yeah, going to shoot this bitch out as long as – um, I think y'all going to shoot this bitch out. I think it's going to be like a 35, 34 type of game. Comes oh, down oh. to whoever the ball last, And I'm not going to lie to you, Powell. I wanna take the Dolphins. I do think y'all are gonna eat but the Chiefs offer of an L, which I'm not surprised. No, I'm not even gonna say that because I'm not even surprised with the Chiefs taking off the back to back Ls. But I just think the Chiefs is coming ready, And this is I guess the test, I guess, to see if you guys can beat the good teams. Because they was like they keep trying to say you can't beat the Eagles, you can't beat the Bills. But if y'all bust the Chiefs, now it's like, hey bitch, don't forget about us. So yeah. we'll see.
0: One thing that scares me is Robert Hunt, one of our better all-linemen. Like, we're getting healthier on the line, but then now Robert Hunt out because the last week he got hurt. And then you still got, you got fucking deal with Chris Jones with the backup linemen. Like, that is what scares me the most on that, on that fucking Chiefs game. Split on the pick. Let's go to the next game. Ravens, six-point favorite at home against the Seahawks here. Ravens, I mean, they look. Uh, they uh, had a nail biter against the Cardinals last week. Seahawks coming off a nail biter against P.J. Walker and the Cleveland Browns. Should be a, a, a interesting game here. Do you think Lamar does his magic at home, or do you think the Seahawks got something for him on the road?
1: I think interesting is the best way to put it. This is going to be interesting as game. But I think the, off- the Ravens' offense is just looking too good right now. They're rolling. They're heating up, and they're stacking wins at the right time. That is like that that um post Halloween, post Halloween Thanksgiving break, like Thanksgiving time is when they start separating teams. Teams separate themselves. That's what Arthur Smith said on the Pat McAfee show. This is when teams start separating themselves, and the and the Ravens are pee-peeing. look like they don't plan on peaking until um the play- playoffs, so they can keep going, stay active. I really don't see a team like. The motherfucking blah blah blahs to beat the Ravens in this week, even though the Seahawks do look good and it should be an interesting game. I just don't see it because the Ravens are rolling right now.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't help that like the Ravens are still sitting at like a bottom five, like a top five pass defense, which is scary. Like, I know you can kind of run the ball against them, they are kind of vulnerable against the run, but like their pass defense is has been really good. And the Seahawks, they have a fucking stallion in Kenneth Walk. But they seem to be a team that is, like, okay. Like, they're okay with only giving him 15 touches and letting Geno throw that bitch 40 times. And it's just not a good recipe. And I, that's why I think that I got the Ravens, too. I do think it'll be kind of a, a, a fun game. But then come the third and fourth quarter, I, I, I give, give me a Geno Smith interception. Give me that on the paper. Throw that out of the first prop on the board. And I just think the Ravens' defense is going to hold it down. And Lamar might have a fumble issue still, but the, the I, I like I like the Ravens here at home.
1: And at home? I thought they was in Seattle.
0: No, they in Baltimore right now. And yeah. This, like- Seahawks have a really great pass defense, so I don't think Lamar is going to have a great game per se. But I just think it's going to be more like the Seahawks' mistakes is what allow the Ravens to win. Hell, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we got a game that's ugly on paper. You got the Browns as a 10 point favorite against the Arizona Cardinals in Cleveland. Pretty sure PJ Walker is still the starter to go. Um and over there in the Cardinals, I'm not even sure. I don't think Kyler Murray is gonna fucking oh no no. Watson is back for the Browns. But I don't I don't know who the fuck is playing quarterback for the Cardinals right now.
1: Um uh... Clayton Jay. Tune, Clayton Tune, the rookie. Isn't it like Jared Hall? I'm pretty I'm sure, sure that's the Vikings. My bad. I'm pretty sure it's gonna
0: be Clayton Tune. I think he's the back no. Let me see. Yeah, rookie Clayton Tune is um gonna get the start. He says he's eager for the opportunity.
1: They said Kyler was back there with the backups, though. I don't know. Maybe Kyler coming soon. But, like, this is going to be a... what? You, how do you think this game goes?
0: I think Joshua Dobbs was, like, the fighting spirit on this team. And they traded away the spirit of the team. And I think, now, like, the GM and them want to tank. The GM and them don't want to win this season. And if, motherfucker, Joshua Dobbs, Almost beat the Ravens last week. Already got one win on the board. They're like, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta fucking get rid of Dobbs. All right, he's 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 getting these boys fired up and ready to play. And I think without Dobbs, I don't see this team. Like I think this team has finally been deflated. Like this is the Cardinals of the close game. Cardinals is kind of uh, um, gone at this point.
1: I could definitely agree with that. I think that they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't they're trying to do to do as bad as possible there's a fire stuff going on maybe Buda Baker will be gone in the offseason type shit like there's a fire sign Arizona and Arizona has already been recently exposed for not being the best franchise in general and I was watching um I was watching some NFL history shit and I found out that Cardinals historically sucked like in St. Louis and everywhere else like the Card- Cardinals have not been a good t- Team like in general. So the fact that we've known them as a decent team, we can thank people like Larry Fitzgerald and shit.
0: Kurt Warner.
1: Yeah, like Cardinals have historically not a great team. They have a lot of bad seasons. So I think this is just the Cardinal way. Maybe we could be wrong and they got there up to something and Kyler Murray comes back and they figure something out, but I doubt it.
0: (laughs) Both going with the Browns. Big spread for a reason. Next game Texans are a three point favorite at home against. The Buccaneers. This is one of the more interesting games on the slate. Texans three-point favorite here. Do you agree with it? I know you're not the biggest Bucks fans, but this is the Houston Texans coming off a loss to Bryce Young right now.
1: I was so mad when I seen their favorites. Because the Booty Pirates are booty. But Texas don't need to be no three-point favorites against nobody for real. Especially coming off a loss.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm throwing that up in the best bets. Like, even if you don't like the Buccaneers money line, Buccaneers plus three, like, there should be no reason why the Texans should be a three-point favorite.
1: I'll take the points on that shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, maybe maybe the bookies are geniuses. And this is one of those games that they play us on, like they used to do all, all the time last year. But, no, I like... I like the Bucks. I like this to be one of those games where Baker does some crazy shit in the fourth quarter, makes it happen, and gets the dub. I think uh, it's going to be both court.
0: I think it's going to be kind of low-key a shootout. Like, Buccaneers are the third. In the last three weeks, they're ranked third worst pass defense, allowing 309 yards per game to quarterbacks in the last three weeks. And the Texans are right behind them in fifth at 296. We saw Bryce Young. People were talking about, damn, Bryce Young looks like an NFL quarterback after last week. Like, that's how bad that fucking Texas defense against the pass has been looking. Um, both teams really good against the run, so I don't expect any – neither team really has a run game to begin with. So, like, I think it's going to be all on the quarterbacks. I would – uh think it's going to be a nice little shootout, but I just – like, the Buccaneers got weapons. Like, they still got Mike Evans on the fucking side. They still got Chris Godwin. They they're gonna be. I think they, the team that has the more weapons is winning this
1: game. Yeah, I like the Booty Pirates to do their things in this one.
0: Might be the dog of the week too. Um, we'll we'll come back to that.
1: I'm not doing all that. <laughs> <Are> You're <laughs> not, not doing all that. I'll take I'll take the Booty Pirates though.
0: Next game, Saints are eight point favorite against the two and six Chicago Bears. This should be—I mean, this should be a good one. Derek Carr and them, honestly, they—they um, they got a good win against the Colts last week. Um, and then the Bears—they got absolutely—I mean, we said like the 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 quarter, the rookie quarterback shit is gonna be over. Like Justin Fields is probably not playing this week again. He's gonna be the backup rookie again. And this is this is the fucking Saints defense. Like, this is gonna be scary. Like, this is gonna be an absolute ass whooping, I think, for the Saints. Um they are an eight-point favorite for a reason, so I, like, I'm like. i going to say, take the eight points. Fuck it. Give me the Saints minus eight. I just don't think the Bears are going to have it, uh, any way of making points in this game.
1: Wow. Saints defense is pretty fucking scary. And so I agree with you on that sentiment, which is crazy. But I did have to root for both of these bitch-ass motherfuckers this week. But you We're know, gonna have to take the Saints on this one because I was I was I was out on the rookie after game one. I was like, okay, he did what he did. It looked cool. I was out after game one. Definitely out this week against the scandalous Saints defense. They
0: put up 13 against a Chargers defense. Like there's a there's a different tier that we hold the Saints defense in.
1: Yeah, that's just about to be bad.
0: Next game on the slate. Falcons, three-and-a-half-point favorites, Kev, against the Minnesota Vikings with the
1: rookie quarterback. Ha-ha, ha-ha, ha ha, ha. No Jay Jettas, no Kirk Cousins, no problem. I'm hoping we we come into this game serious. But I don't think the question is really about the game itself. I think it's more about our quarterback situation going on right now. Taylor Heineke getting to start this week.
0: Oh, I forgot to bring it up. Yeah, Desmond Ritter getting benched. We got the Heineken man himself. I wish I had a Heineken for him right
1: now. That's my boy. He looked good when he came back, came in the game against the Titans. So I'm not mad at it. I wish. I'm a little old school, so if, like the, if, the, if the rookie quarterback sucks, let him suck all season. I can live with it. The fans couldn't. They were get. They were coming for his head every week, especially when he had those three fumbles. So, um, it's um, it's good to see what happens. Let's see what Taylor if he can do. He showed he's a dog multiple times in the past. Everybody brings up that game he almost won against um that playoff game he almost won. Yeah. I think it was against Patriots or Tom Brady and the boys. So like. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. But I'm expecting my team to ball out. I'm expecting our defense to look good, especially after they just – we'll let this do all that crazy shit to them. Take this shit seriously and don't give up no holes in the fucking zone.
0: Yeah, you got to get cooked by backup – two backup – like back-to-back weeks by like rookie backup quarterback, Not rookies, uh, but like – I think they're both rookies. Either one's a second year or one's a rookie. I think, yeah, back-to-back rookies, that's not going to be a good look. Uh, but I do think this is y'all's game. I got the Falcons minus three and a half as one of the best bets. I the the like Vikings defense is still very leaky. Like they're not a good defense. I think Heineke. It's gonna be scary because like Heineke's gonna come in. And I think y'all's offense will look a lot better. Like and that's no shot at Desmond Riddler. I just think he's a professional. He the kind of uses his legs too, and like kind of like an upgraded version of Marcus Mariota from last year. And I think that's going to be enough. Like, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, y'all got the weapons. Like, the weapons are there for him to use.
1: Drake London's not to out. Oh,
0: doubt. Drake London's not playing? Was it the injury from the last game? I think so. Uh, well, even still, he's still got Kyle Pitts, who's supposed to be a phenomenal athlete. Then, like, uh, Matt Collins, deep threat. Who is the other guy? Y'all have another wide receiver y'all been using a lot more of. I can't remember his name, but because uh, I Hodges.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Hodges, yeah kind of, I just think y'all's offense like three and a half. They're trying to scare. They're trying to make people like oh like give me plus three and a half on the odds. Like I get the field goal and a little extra half point. So if they as long as they lose by three, I cover. And everyone's gonna take that plus three and a half. And I think nah, it's time to take the uh, Falcons minus three and a half. I think they're gonna steamroll them. Just roll them over. Time of possession is going to be big also. I think Minnesota is going to have short drives. And then you're going to have fucking Arthur Smith running the ball a lot, taking up the, all the time of possession. And that's how you all going to win this game.
1: T is powerful.
0: <laughs> no, T, yeah, He'll get you right, though. Next game, Packers are a three-point favorite at home against the L.A. Rams-Stafford. His Thumb sprain is up in the air on if he's gonna play, so that's why I think the Packers are the favorite here. I think they the line right now is showing that that Stafford won't play, and this game's hard to pick because like if Stafford's playing, it's it's hammer the Rams. If Stafford's not playing though, it really it, like this could be a Jordan Love win. <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: I think this game is going to be close as fuck. I think with Stafford, it's a game time. It's a really game time. Like I would love to see somebody wait till the um, the injury reports come out and then make their bet. It's a game time to see if Stafford plays. I'm leaning toward him playing in my eyes, but I could be tripping. I don't know anything about the um, the Rams training room. But if Stafford doesn't play, I still think this Packers has a good chance because this Packers does have a decent pass on um, pass defense, right? Yeah. Yeah, have a decent pass defense with Stafford. I still think it'd be um, especially after the assumption they just got last week from the Cowboys. Maybe the defense might be motivated a little bit more to play. But I don't know. I think even with Stafford, the Packers still have a good chance.
0: Really? I Jordan Love this has not looked too good to me. Like that, oh, don't get me wrong that that's the thing I think the biggest issue for me is and like the O line hasn't been that great either so I can understand and then like Aaron Don like I know the Rams got boat raced but like the opening drive I think they got like two sacks on Dak Prescott within the first drive like Aaron Donald blowing him up and then someone else blowing him up and it gave I was like damn like that looks like vintage Rams defense and like I maybe that little things got me thinking like yeah take the um take the Rams here I. Just And then the backup is Brent Riefen, long time – not long time, but was on the Broncos for a while, wasn't that great over there. But he is a professional. Like, he has experience. He's started – like, I think he started eight games for the Broncos. So, like, he definitely has game time experience. It's not like you're throwing in a, someone who, who doesn't know anything. And you still got Cooper – I keep coming back to the weapons. You still got Cooper Cup and Puka. And I, I think I'm going to rock with the Rams here as the underdog, even if the backup has to go.
1: If I knew about Stafford, maybe like if it just wasn't a game time decision, I would take the Rams most likely. But I'm gonna take the Packers on this one. Cause didn't they have a bye last week? Uh yes, they coming off the bye. Coming off the bye. Thought about some things. Figured some stuff out. How to get right I'm taking a pack. I'm gonna take the packers off the bye on this one.
0: Next game on the slate, we got the Patriots as a two and a half point favorite at home against the Washington Commanders, who just traded away their two best pass rushers. So that game, this game is kind of hard because like everything's telling my guts telling me take the Washington Commanders here, take them as the dog, get the plus two and a half, but without their pass rushers,
1: like I don't know how this defense is going to look. mean – they played a lot of games without Chase Young, but um, I think I'm shocked that you're thinking the Commanders. Because I think this is the, this is the Ron Rivera like last game type shit. Like after this, the hot seat is hotter than it's ever been, and they don't get the W here. And I don't think this team is getting up to for Ron Rivera.
0: I I'm gonna go with the commies as a dog. I need to start spreading the dog love. No, yeah, and I'm gonna say take the plus two and a half. I think this game's gonna be really close. And like the Patriots, they have not they also have not looked good. Like they look really bad. And like they fucking beat them. We beat them last week. I know they beat the Bills, but like outside of that, they're one and four in the last five. Like it's well so are Washington Commanders. But I'm just like I just can't – like, as a favorite, I just can't see it. Especially as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite, I I just don't see it. Like, I just think the commanders – like Sam Sam Howell might be better than Mac Jones, which is something crazy to say.
1: All they about to get you is the bookies. They get you. They make you think twice. Um, I think that the Patriots, in the words of Pat McAfee and the boys, stink. Yeah. But – and those and you talking about those they're one and four. Two of those losses were their greatest losses, the greatest losses in the Bill Belichick era for the Patriots. So not only did they stink, they're historically terrible. But and they're at home, but home and field advantage literally means nothing in New, in New England now. There was a point in time I used to be scared to go to New England. I'm shook, I'm, i ain't trying to go to New England. Y'all, well, except y'all niggas. Y'all niggas love going to New England. But Things be scared to go to New England. Now it's, open. Oh, pulling out to Foxborough real quick. What's popping? Oh, don't even call it New England no more. They call it Foxborough. We're pulling out to Foxborough real quick. So I'm, I'm. it's everything. in life tells you don't pick the Patriots. It just makes sense. The Commanders is a good dog pick. We've been picking hella favorites. But yeah, I'm a favorite this bitch again. And I got to take the Patriots. I think whatever the um Whatever the um has got going on right now is deeper, is really fucking deep. So they have to go on a fire sale. or they're figuring something out. But there's some lot there's gonna be some more headlines from the commies that will coming this 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 season. And it's not gonna be good ones. Or I mean, it depends what if you um what you consider good or not. So I take in the Patriots. I don't I think that even though they lost to y'all, they still did. Get a get turn get a turnover early in the game. Tried to make the game close. So like I will say, they lost, but they didn't look. They didn't. It's not as if they like gave up or they like, fucking sucked. Yeah. So, I'm gonna take the Patriots on this one. I think the bookies might know something.
0: Next game on the slate here: Panthers, two and a half point favorite at home against the uh Colts. I'm not favorite. A two and a half point dog at home against the Colts. This game, I mean, I'm going to just gonna make it down. Like, yeah, pay, the Panthers have had a top-five pass defense. They've only allowed 201 passing yards. But on the flip side, they have, like, a bottom-five rush defense. In the last three weeks, they're allowing 136 yards on the ground. Jonathan Taylor looks all the way back. Zach Moss is still finding ways to, like, not lose the fucking starting job. Like, every weekend and week out, he's still getting a touchdown, still putting up yards. And I think the Colts – they might be like a AFC version of the Falcons right now where we're we're going to run. Like, we got we got two good running backs here, and we're going to run the ball 40 times a game and let Garnier do some shit in the red zone, make a couple big passes here and there. And I, that's why I like the Colts here. I think they have the running backs to run the ball right down the Panthers' throats here. And the Panthers coming off their first win, they probably dumped the Gatorade. They're probably feeling way too happy about it. And I, this is a good time to fade the Panthers. If the Panthers would have lost last week, this probably is like a five to six point spread. Instead, they won, and now it's only two and a half. Right, I'm gonna throw it out onto the best bets. Give me the Colts minus two and a half here.
1: Man, Paul, you know there's no way in hell I'm picking the Bucks Panthers. The Panthers, Bucks, and Saints are all in the same episode. That is so not good not, for the brand. We're not even worried about the pick, but I do like that. I do like that comparison to the AFC Falcons because I was going to I was gonna make some disrespect to that space, but I was just like, hmm, he might be on to something. John Taylor
0: some, is their B-John, and then Jack Moss is their out of gear.
1: And we play some decent defense, but motherfuckers be shit over the top, and it'd be like, bro, what the fuck.
0: And the Colts, their defense gets sacks. Like, that's one thing they haven't struggled with this season. They don't get much takeaways, but they get, they get a good amount of sacks, and I think that's going to be a, a – Panthers O line has been very shaky. I, I mean, there's enough said about that.
1: Hell yeah. But yeah,
0: this. Next, far- next game. This one's wild here. Raiders starting Aiden O'Connell, taking on the Giants, who will be starting Daniel Jones for the first time since. I think it's probably because of the fact of a uh, tyrods is out like if tyrod was still healthy i don't think we see daniel jones this game i don't give a fuck i think tyrod still probably gets start. and we're talking about yeah we're gonna wait till daniel jones is 110 percent ready nah now tyrod's out and now we're getting thrusted back into the daniel jones era and we're taking and you got the raiders are probably at an all-time low but i mean i don't know maybe they get up for this coach maybe they the team didn't fuck with um mcdaniels at all and they're like we fuck with Antonio Pierce, linebacker coach from Compton. Grew up, he said I was born a Raiders fan. Fucking NWA, going to the stadiums. I went to the we were. I was pulling up when they're still in the Coliseum. Like they feel me, and I'm gonna feel them. He said some shit. I was like, this this sounds like a coach that these motherfuckers might play
1: for. Like this sounds like a guy. Man, I came into the show picking the Giants. I ain't gonna lie to you. Until he told me Dale Jones is playing, I was like, "Oh, that just killed my whole entire pick." I'm not gonna lie to you. Just when I found out he was playing, oh, never mind. And so, I think O'Connor had some pretty good sprints, good moments. Does he? Have, I think he got one win. So far. yeah, but he
0: came. Yeah, he came and Devonte Adams said he should be the starter for the rest of the year after that game. That was like week two.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think the team's gonna put the. I don't know if this, this Raiders team is better than the Giants. I just feel like this Raiders team is going to get up for this game. All the shit that's happening, all the moves being made, we've seen the Raiders do it before. So I think – I don't know if they're going to do it again, but I think they can get up and make something happen this week.
0: Yeah, and the fact that the Giants star player is on IR. The A kicker. Terrible. The kicker, Greg, <laughs> you can know. He's
1: out of <laughs> it. Paul, yeah. oh, you disrespectful.
0: Yeah, so I their their red zone trips they ain't ending in field goals. They ain't getting much points, and
1: at, at that point, I like the Raiders. If you said that in Baltimore about Justin Tucker, niggas might niggas might be obliged to shoot at us.
0: Hey, I'm just saying how it is. Like they're not scoring points unless Graham Gano is on the fucking field.
1: That was the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: And I kind of talked myself into it with thinking about how Antonio Pierce's press conference, and he sounded like he was, there might be another Rick Versace in the building.
1: Yeah, I, I thought you did that on purpose. You was like, oh, I'm going to get his ass because you, know you know how I fuck with Rick Versace. So I was going to be like, yeah, man, it's another one.
0: And Matt, expect Max Crosby to have a day against that fucking Giants
1: O line. Was it you that said if Max Crosby was on any other team, he would be on? Um... I, Darius awesome.
0: Slay said it on his podcast, but I said it on here. I did. I gave Darius Slay the credit, though. I was like, Darius Slay says this, and I kind of agree.
1: Yeah, he's a game-breaker every game. These are the reasons why I watch Raiders football. I promise you, I did not watch the offense. I watched Max Crosby download. low back there.
0: Damn, actually, I might have to change my pick. I talked about I forgot that I had a stat here, and I forgot I did. Put, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget, and I'm looking at it now. For the last three weeks, Raiders are dead last against the run, allowing 160 yards per game. And like Daniel Jones might not be able to throw that thing, but he can run that thing. And Shaquan Barkley could definitely run that motherfucker. And I, I think I might. It, and not even just that. I think that Giants defense could do anything. I think the, the. I just think it's gonna be. I think the Giants are gonna find a way to win. Actually.
1: Fuck you, Paul. You did that on purpose. I'm still taking the Raiders, because I definitely came in as bitch-picking the Giants, but you were talking into the Raiders.
0: Yeah, and take the shake on Barkley over rushing yards. I think that's going to be a hammer-home prop bet. I don't have the number in front of me, but whatever the fuck number they put it at, take that over.
1: I'm trusting Aiden O'Connell just because he already has to win this year. Winners win again.
0: And then the divisional get matchup that we've honestly been waiting for two years at this point, or no, since last year, but Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are taking on the Cowboys at home. Eagles are a three-point favorite. If you don't remember last year, this game was supposed to be a big matchup early in the year. Dak Prescott gets hurt. Jalen Hurts plays against the backup. Later in the year, Jalen Hurts got hurt, and it was Gardner Minshew's game, so Dak Prescott played against Gardner Minshew. We never got, we have yet to see Dak versus Jalen Hurts. This is Finally, they're both healthy. They're going to play, both of them. They're, Philly's a three-point favorite here at home. How do you feel about it? Three points. Aiden Carter might not play. I think he's hurt. He might be out for this week.
1: Brandon, the Cowboys just fucked up the Rams. Whooped their motherfucking ass. The Eagles just played.
0: The Eagles, they just beat the, the Washington in a very close game again.
1: In a very close game. Damn their overtime shit. Yeah. I can see this Cowboys team. I can see this Eagles team coming really dialed in. I can see this team thinking like, yo, we're the best. Seven and one. We finna continue it. I can see this Eagles team being really, really focused, and I don't see this Cowboys team with a receiver to stop with a corner to stop AJ Brown. Because I think he breaks the record for most. He's leaning on the record for most 125 plus yard games. I Think he's like it's five or six. He's at 20. six. Yeah, he needs one more to break the record. I think this is that game. Because I don't see. Oh no, high. he
0: already broke the record. The record was five with Calvin Johnson. He broke it last week against the Washington.
1: Oh nice! I think he continues because, like, I don't see. Um, I don't see. I don't see them stopping this man.
0: See, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on the road as uh, mainly just because on, on the road I think they're gonna be really up for this game, and I think both teams are gonna be really up for this game. Don't get me wrong, but like this is a game where like Dak also feels the pressure, and I think he I'm, i think he has a good game. Like the Eagles, we th- always think about how they have such an elite defense. I'm not saying they don't, but in the last few weeks, they're bottom ten against the pass, allowing 266 yards per game, and. Like I don't think Tony Pollard is gonna have a great game, but I, I think it's gonna come on Dak's shoulders, and I usually fade Dak in that situation. But it's also the Cowboys' defense. Like they're still even without Tavon Diggs. Like they're they're only allowing 215 yards passing, 72 yards on the ground. That's less than 300 yards a game. Like their defense has still been fucking. Hey, ask ask Matthew Stafford about that defense. Like he'll tell you. Like their motherfuckers are ruthless, and I think that um. That defense, like what the last time the Eagles played elite defense, who was it? The Jets. They lost 14 to 7. No, 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 14 to seven. They, they lost, was it? No, they lost 20 to 14. Only put up 14 points against that elite defense. And I think this is another elite defense in the Cowboys. And no one's really bringing that up right now. And I think this is like going to be another game where Jalen Hurts and them don't just fucking dominate the line of the scrimmage. And they don't, like, their old line doesn't have the edge. The O-line has the edge against almost every D-line in the NFL, not against the Cowboys' D-line. And I think we're going to see a, a, a different style game. I, I really like the Cowboys here on the road. Give me them as the, uh, give me, give me a the dog.
1: I respect it. I mean, I wouldn't have taken it, but I respect it. I think it's funny. I feel like um, all, the, all the teams we've been split, you went, I went favorite. you went dog.
0: Then. This is a fun-ass primetime game. They actually hit the nail on the head for Sunday Night Football. We get the Bengals versus the Bills.
1: Bengals, two-and-a-half
0: point favorite at home against the Bills here. Bills on the road, two-and-a-half point dog. This is also the DeMar Hamlin game from last year. We never got to see who would have won this game. The game came to an end, abruptly. They're gonna. This is gonna be a big game. I can already see the, the the Demar Hamlin commercials. I can already see like the you know like the setting is already set in my head that like this is you know, like Demar Hamlin's gonna get like the standing ovation when he enters the field. Like I think I think everything including the rest, is gonna be on the Bills side this game. Like there's gonna be that energy of like, All right, like this is how this game would have went and and the fact that the Bengals they've been winning games. But their defense in the last three weeks is allowing 344 yard passing. Dead last in the NFL. And I think this, like, we talk all the shit about Josh Allen, but I think this is going to be a Josh Allen game. I think he probably throws for like 300 and something yards. Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, they're going to be eating Dalton Kincaid. And I like the Bengals, but I just don't like him as a favorite here. Give me the, give me the, the Bills plus two and a half. Throw that on the best bets and give me the Bills money line.
1: Oh, I'd love to take the Bengals so bad in this game. I feel like they've been doing whatever they needed to do to win. But this Bills team, I think they they're gonna they've they've dialed in ever since that um loss to the Patriots. But no, nah, uh, who did Bills play last week? Uh the Bills last week they're coming off uh let me
0: see for you real quick. Bills coming off the win against the Bucks 24 to 18 on prime time and the Bengals coming off a big win against the 49ers, 31-17.
1: Bengals they're a dog.
0: Bengals are the favorite at home.
1: Fuck I can't get no dogs. It's crazy. Oh man, this game goes either or either way. But I think I don't like that Bills defense giving up that many motherfucking um, – the Bengals defense giving up that many passing yards.
0: 344 per game right now in the last three games.
1: In the last three years or three weeks?
0: No, 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 in the last three weeks. In the last three weeks, that's what their defense has been allowing.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. This is a tough one. I mean, I would love to go Bengals. My heart says Bengals. Fuck it. I'm going to take the Bengals. Fuck it. Fuck
0: it. Take the Bengals here.
1: Wait, do I, if I have, we, I got to check to see if I have any dogs. We'll see if I keep the Bengals or not. But I'm, I'm, I'm not am not. Well, you have them. the Bucks right
0: now. And let me see. You have the Bucks. And yeah, that's it because the Raiders are our favorite.
1: Uh, I might end up taking the bills, but as of right now, we're going banks.
0: I can't did I put the did I say the commies plus two and a half is one of my best bets?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, let's make sure. I thought I did. I wanted to make sure I gave it out on there. Alright. Oh, and then I took the Saints minus eight as well. That was the other one. I was like I'm missing one on my paper in front of me. Yeah, no, but I just think, like, if the Bengals' defense was playing better ball, he'd probably talk me into him. You know I'm not the biggest Bills fan. I'm not a fucking Johnson <laughs> fan, so. But just the stylistically matched up. And this is going to be, like, DeMar Hamlin's game. I think the, the Bills are just going to be riding it. Like This is a perfect time to pick them. Yeah, I'll
1: take the Bills. Fuck it. I need another dog. You're taking the Bengals? The Bills. Taking the Bills. i the Bengals bust their ass, and I'll be like, I fucking do it. They've been playing too many close games. Who? The Bill, the Bills have been playing too many close games.
0: No, they I mean they're they're they lost two in a row. Oh no, they lost one against the Jags. And then they arguably should have lost the game against the Giants. No pass interference call. And then they lose to New England. And then they arguably should have lost last week with the Hail Mary attempt. If Chris Godwin would have turned around a half second earlier, it would have been a a touchdown, different. Get Bucks uh, win. I'm
1: gonna take the Bengals. You sticking with the Bengals? Yeah, I might change it again, but as of right now, I got the Bengals.
0: And in our final game on the slate, Kev. Ooh, what a heater! Got the Jets at home Monday Night Football, taking on the Los Angeles Chargers on the road. Chargers are three and a half point favorite on the road against the Jets here uh fun fact zach wilson has the more the most fourth quarter comeback drives this season really yeah i think he has three either three or four but yeah he has the most comeback drives of the year which
1: is kind of crazy to think about i respect the whole i see my babes mentality but i'm not gonna lie to you like bro why y'all always doubt like why why y'all always losing?
0: <laughs> yeah if y'all was winning y'all wouldn't need to be doing this
1: no that's crazy so wait who's playing one more time
0: it's the Jets at home, three and a half point dog at home against the Los Angeles Chargers coming into town.
1: The Jets as a home dog. Woo. that's an interesting one against the Chargers that love to fuck up. They love them, but they on the road. Team. They play good on the road. An elite defense in the Jets.
0: I will say they are the in the last three weeks. The Jets are the best pass defense. Allowing only 143 and a half passing yards per game.
1: We hey, we know this charges. Uh, how much is this charges off?
0: But I'll that is kind of. It also got to include. There was a game where the Washington, where the the Giants only threw for like zero, uh, like eight passing yards all game. Tragic. So that number is a little deflated. I will say on the flip side, though, in the last three games, Chargers are second worst behind the Bengals, allowing 309 passing yards. On the ground though, Chargers have been kind of I mean, playing great. They only allow 79 rushing yards per game, which is uh top ten. Uh top five actually. And then on the and the jets are second worst against the run, allowing 142 rushing yards per game.
1: Wow. That's crazy. I can already see how these picks are gonna go. That boy Powell is gonna continue talking me and again the Chargers. But he doesn't already pick them, and you gonna take the Jets in my mind. See,
0: normally I would. Well, I'm gonna take the Chargers just because we have yet to see the Austin Eckler game. He had week yeah. one. Week one, he balled out. They lost to the Dolphins. I remember. I was there. I watched. <laughs> but. And Jets allowing 142 rushing yards per game, and Austin Eckler hasn't had his game yet. Like I think Justin Herbert is going to have a very rough day, and they might try to sling it out. But like if they get first run six yards, second run five yards, first down, uh, then throw a little dink or dunk, and then if another Austin Eckler Joshua Kelly run it goes for like 20 yards, like I can see them incorporating the passes where they don't have to pass, like almost like the Lions do, like. They throw the ball 40 times, 35 times a game, but you would still kind of think they're a run-heavy team. Why? Because they're still running the ball a fuckload with Montgomery, Gibbs, Craig Reynolds, and then they're off to play actions. Off of this, they're doing these little smart throws, and I think Kellen Moore is going to be able to get that going. I think that's going to be the way to beat them. It's become a West Coast offense. And also the Chargers on the road. They, They play better when they're on the road for whatever fucking reason. They play really good on the road. And I, I like them here.
1: I think the name West Coast offense is so cool.
0: Yeah, that was like USC and them boys, like the college teams over there. There's legit this West Coast offense.
1: And when I found that out, I was like, oh, it's because they play on the. Oh, 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 that's It all five. makes sense
0: now. And I also think about like, Chargers are 3 and 2 in their last five, and their two losses are to the Chiefs and the Cowboys.
1: Wow. Not yes.
0: bad losses.
1: Okay, I can take those. Titans, I'm not sleeping at night.
0: On the flip side, uh John Jets are also three and two in the last five. Losses to the Chiefs and the Patriots. They did beat the Eagles. Slightly. They did beat the Eagles.
1: Damn, the Jets have been falling. Are you taking the Jets or are you taking the Chargers? Oh I I got the I got I I haven't said his name in a minute. But I, you know, I got Jay Herbo on them boys, all right. All right, yeah. so we're both
0: riding the charges on Monday night. Before we get out of here, this is y'all's favorite part of the show. We're gonna do our locks and our dogs as always. Two locks, one dog. Kev, as always, you get to go first.
1: Man, this is crazy, right? So, you know, I'm rocking with my dirty birds, so I might as well lock them woods up. But my reasoning for this, Paul. It's because there's a such thing as NFL math, but I never learned the formulas. So last week you locked up the Falcons; they lost. So this week I'm locking them up because they go not win. Simple okay. math. kept it, kept it kept the two plus two on niggas. And then, since I'm talking dirty birds, let's get to them filthy birds, the the Baltimore Ravens. Disgusting, Just- grotesque. But they know how to ball, and the defense is eating right now. So I'll lock up the Ravens, too, and go double buried with it. Now I got to do some maneuvering. But I refuse to take the booty Pirates. i pick them, but I'm not going to lock, dog them down, dog them up. But I will change my pick from the Bengals to the Bills so that way I can dog the Bills since it's crazy. I thought the Bengals would have been the motherfucking dog, but it's all good.
0: Welcome to the right
1: side of history, Kev. Bullshit. Look like the Bucks. Fuck the Blue fights.
0: See, so, yeah, I'm gonna go. I gotta I'm gonna go first lock. I'm gonna go with the Chargers against the Jets. Fine time game. Zach Wilson's gonna shit the bed. Austin Eckler's gonna have a huge game. They're gonna run it right down the Jets throat. And then I'm gonna go double C, throw the C's up, give me the Colts over the Panthers. Panthers got their first win. People are – this line is way too small. I think the Colts here are going to – again, this is a, a, the Panthers' number f- – fifth worst rush defense in the last few weeks. Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss. Don't need much out of Gardner Mitchell to get the win here. And the Colts' defense, they're not getting hoed by the ground and shit. Like, we're talking about how, like, damn, the Colts' defense is still, like, legit. Like, they're still around. Like Then, for my dog, I have a lot of dogs. I, I almost I almost went Cowboys. I almost went to Giants. I almost went Washington. But I'm gonna go with the Booty Pirates, the Buccaneers here. I'm I'm just fading rookie quarterbacks, it seems like. I'm fading Bryce I'm Bryce Young against the Colts and I'm fading CJ Stroud against the Buccaneers. I think it'll be a nice little fun shootout. But Baker, Baker and his weapons, I think, are gonna get it done here. And I, I like the Bucks. Yeah. Give me the Bucks on the road as my my dog of the week.
1: Nice. I mean, I'm glad you picked
0: them because I know I wasn't. Someone that showed a little love to Baker Boys. Mm-hmm. But as always, thank y'all for staying tuned and watching. I'll have my I have all the best bets already given out. I'll repeat them real quick before we go. Bills plus two and a half, Colts minus two and a half, Falcons minus three and a half, Rams plus three, commies plus two and a half, and the Saints minus eight. I will have more prop bets. I gave out a couple, but as I'm gonna have the prop bet graphic coming out later this week. Probably stay tuned for kickoff. You'll see it then. As always, appreciate y'all for watching. Again, go down and comment and like. We'd love to hear y'all's feedback in the comment section. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And if you're not already, go to youtube.com. If you're if you're listening, go to youtube.com, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate it. I'm Paul pickle That's Kevin Waterboy Savoy. This has been Week 9 NFL Picks. And if y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers.